on today's show. I'm back, and that means the Mavs can win again. Luka Doncic carried the Dallas Mavericks. How did he do it? And how did Josh Green step up to help the Mavericks beat the Warriors? We'll break all that down and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavs. Lockdown Mavs. Mavericks. NBA champions. He's here. 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 Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day when we let it ride. Let it ride, let it ride. Shout out to the guy at the arena tonight that uh, said, hey, make sure you let it ride. He called it with like four minutes to go in the game. I was like, they, didn't, they, haven't, even, they haven't even won yet. That was like... There was like 10 more insane things that had to happen before I could let it ride. But here we are, letting it ride. We are free and available on all podcast platforms. You can listen to us on Apple, Spotify, Odyssey, all that. But the best way to help us grow the show is to comment on YouTube anyway, anything below. Let me know. Give me one reason the Mavs won this game. There's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of reasons they could have lost, but there's a lot of reasons they could have won. Today's episode is brought to you by Sweatblock. If you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweater odor, try Sweatblock. Save 20% with promo code LOCKDOWN at sweatblock.com. Also available on Amazon. And joining me, as always, co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com. The let it ride ridiculousness. The one more thing, King. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Just just let this ride for a moment. I'm letting it. Hmm. Um. Good moment. Didn't witty, didn't we? We haven't really got to let it ride for a while. <laughs> Steph traveled in the last I was play and got mad. <laughs> I was honestly kind of bummed a little bit ago because I've been without power. <laughs> so if you if you live in like <laughs> I'm like, you know, we were both at the game tonight. It's great game, great game in the arena. Play incredible atmosphere. You know, in the post game presser, asking Jason Kidd some questions. Shout out to New Drop. Hopefully in the future. Oh yeah, it's coming. Uh, <laughs> um, and then I get I get <laughs> <Waste> home, <laughs> and the whole neighborhood I live in here in Dallas has no power. None. And for like forty five minutes, Nick texts me, "Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> is, is it back?" <laughs> you sent me a video of your neighborhood, and it was like honestly, it was like you're in the middle of the woods. Like, <laughs> yeah, just no light, I, no light anywhere. And uh, yeah, and then I texted him. I was like. I'm just sitting here eating a peanut butter and jelly in the dark, so uh, <laughs> waiting for this. And now it's back, and that means oh, I back, get to be baby. on this post-game pod, baby, because the Mavs won. A, one of the a best win. wins of the year. <laughs> a Dallas Mavericks win. We're going to break it all down. Let's start with Luka Doncic. I'm, I mean, this guy, he... This guy. He can... Ca- okay. Does he get his teammates involved? He may not... No, just kidding, guys. He may not be the best player in the NBA like you can make an argument about Giannis right like I I don't know if you can make many but there is not a player in the NBA that can carry a team like Luka can right now none there's no other but like Giannis KD all these guys there's no one on the in the NBA that can carry a Steph there's no one Anderson that can carry a team like Luka Doncic can right now 41 points 12 boards 12 assists getting his teammates involved 
And afterwards, he was asked, you know, obviously he's always asked about stats, and he's been making jokes about it this year. And he's like, you know the one stat I do care about, though? What's the one stat I do care about? (laughs) He had four steals. And he said, it should have been five. It should have been five. Luca was all over the place in this game. Yeah, I thought it was kind of ironic that – not ironic, that's probably not the right word – that his defense – uh, was it was a huge point of this game, especially late. Um, huge. You know, I I think you you see two uh, guys that in this game tonight, in Luca and Steph, that they get a lot of recognition for what they do on the offensive side of the ball. But I think they're both underrated defenders. We've seen Luca's. I mean, we've seen Steph's underrated defense on the biggest of stages in the finals and stuff. Yeah. But even he he had a couple like defensive possessions on Luca tonight. Even in the in the second half, that was like ooh. That's a really good defense by Steph right there. He's just an underrated defender. Luca was underrated too, uh, playing defense tonight. Had a great couple stops, uh, especially late. And uh, yeah, man. I mean, you you can't really you know different you know teammates were asked post game tonight about his forty point triple doubles and Jason Kidd joked that you know it's just boring it's at boring. this point. You're boring me. It's boring. Do more. You know, can we get a fifty-point triple double? Oh, it's just casual. <laughs> um, but he's just, you know, he hit, he has some monster shots late. The the pull up three, <laughs> just that that was kind of like a heat checkish three. The steal on one end, and then the straight up transition pull up three that I think he said was a two. Like you hit that, and there, like he hits that shot, and it rattles in, and he goes, "I don't know why I did that." And I I know why he did that. He did that right in front of Steph Curry so that we could do this. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) Insane. Like just literally an insane game from him. He carried it. Carried this team. Anybody else plays this game with this roster, they don't win that game, right? I don't think anybody else in the NBA. The way that he can create offense out of nothing, the passes that he was throwing in this game tonight. He that pass to Josh Green was... Two passes to Josh Green that were just absolutely insane. How he has the just like the timing, the timing and the touch on these passes to get in the lane and to chuck the ball with one hand through like three defenders where it looks like it snakes between the multiple defenders, gets right to where the shooter can get it and can put it up. And then Tim Hardaway had the point afterwards. He's like, you know, the one good thing about these Luka triple doubles, that means we're making our shots, <laughs> right? Like it means we're, yeah. we're actually making our, our threes. And they did in this game that only shot 34% as a team, but Tim Hardaway made five. Uh, Josh Green made three. Davis Bertans made two. Dorian made one. Like guys are actually hitting their threes. And so Luka got the triple double. Josh joked after the game is, you know, he said, you know, what's next? The hundred point game for Luca. He said, I think he was serious about that. He's like, I'm waiting. For it. I'm waiting for the hundred point game. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> yeah, he said he'd like to see it. Uh, Spe- I thought it was funny for the speaking of 40 point games, though. He tied Dirk Ooh. Nowitzki for most 40 for 40 point games. They each have had 20 40 point games so far. Mark Aguirre has the record for the Mavs. Actually, it's 22, but not not long. <laughs> that's insane that that record is going down like in two weeks (laughs) (laughs) um you know it's funny how warriors were kind of defending they they wanted Kaminga on the floor a lot against luca he was Uh, good played played 25 minutes um i mean yeah 
It's, it's it good just, for him. Like he had some good moments in this game. I guess. It's just I I enjoy defenders who, you know, try to pick up Luca full court and get up in his grill yeah. and like are like really on top of Luca before the ball's even like passed in bounds. You're like, all right, you're really trying hard to like get in Luca's head or like really just be in his grill the whole time. And Luca, you know, dropped a forty point triple double on him. And it was just well, give it, it give some credit to Wiggins too. Wiggins guarded him at the start too. Yes, yes. Uh, there, there's not many plays. You know, we've had the the blessing privilege of being able to watch Luca play in so many games in person. And uh, you know, there's not many times now. Did you hear that? All right, cool. There's not many times now that some things are still coming back on in my house, so there's like beeping <laughs> and all this stuff. Um, but there's not too many uh, plays now that happen that I look over. So I, I you know, I, Nick and I sit in different places in the arena, and because I still like to set up in the press box, Nick sets closer to the you know floor like a weirdo. And I, just kidding, just kidding. His the Isaac sits like a thousand feet in the air, and he calls me the weirdo. I know that's true. But there's not too many plays that I don't I, that I look at Bobby and like we look at each other and we're like, what the crap? And the Luca underhanded one hand pass to Josh Green in the corner was insane. one of those like, holy crap, what was that? That's insane. And then the other one was Josh Green's driving layup tonight that literally could have been, we're gonna blast you to the sun if this doesn't go in. <laughs> Whenever it's like a minute something to go, and he, I mean, he just takes it driving in full confidence. And just there's this off-balance shot. I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay, it went in. Let's just be fine. Coming up, how did the Mavericks win this game? How did they pull this off? Because there are times when it did not feel like they were going to win this game. We'll talk about that. And Josh Green. Josh Green. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. (laughs) I enjoyed that. We'll talk about his contributions coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Sweat Block. If you or someone you know is... uh, Potentially in an arena where you're wearing the opposing team's jersey and you are standing up constantly after your team scores a bucket and flexing, just flexing every time your team scores a bucket. No one around you is standing because they're fans of the home team, but you're the you're fans of the away team and you're flexing. And anytime that something happens, you're waving bye to Spencer Dinwiddie getting ejected. And then every time Steph does something cool, you're putting your hands in the air and you're going and you have embarrassing Sweat stains. This is literally somebody that I saw at the arena tonight. If you have embarrassing sweat stains and you're wearing a Warriors jersey at the AAC, you need sweat block. You can get it, and it's just these wipes that you wipe the night before when your pits are dry, and you won't have embarrassing sweat stains for seven days. Seven days. You don't have to deal with it. So sweat block gives you the confidence you want to wear uh, to give you the confidence to wear what you want, even if it's a Steph Curry jersey. If you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, try Sweatblock. Save 20% with promo code LOCKEDON at sweatblock.com. Also available on Amazon. This guy I saw tonight, he could have used some Sweatblock. Promo code LOCKEDON, sweatblock.com. All right, Isaac Harris. How did the Dallas Mavericks win this game? <laughs> it just was one of the most insane games that we've seen in a long time, I think. So they start with the starting, we'll start with the starting lineup. Uh, Jason Kidd did change the starting lineup, even though after the game, he was asked about changing up the starting lineup and he said, don't ask. It's a waste of time. I was like, okay, well you did change it because Reggie Bullock was uh, not 
out this game. He was available, and he did not start. They started Tim Hardaway Jr., and they started off like amazing. They started a 23-6 start at the beginning of this game through the first like eight minutes. I was laughing, though, because... Yeah, I'm like, what's the Venn diagram of Mavs uh, fandom that has been clamoring for Reggie to not, not start, start <laughs> but also they hate Tim, and they're like, it's this, here, I'll show I don't know what's this, going on. This is the Venn diagram. <laughs> it's just a round circle. Do I be excited about this? Or <laughs> why is Tim starting? And, uh, I, you know, obviously I'm in the camp that I don't think it's the, I don't think it means everything in the world of uh, who starts and who doesn't because lineups changed so much we even seen two games ago that different lineup started the third quarter who starts doesn't close games for this Mavericks team they, they, especially even in Mavericks history we've seen a, a title team with Jason Terry come off the bench yeah. who is one of the best players on the team so I just Deshaun I, I'm Stevenson not, come out of nowhere and start a, start games in the final right you yeah know, like, I just think it's it's the low-hanging fruit that's a lot it's easy to like talk about like and it's a talking yeah. points and all of that uh, so I, I laughed with Jason Kidd's comment after the game of, hey, stop asking me about it. Like, it's a waste of time. <laughs> like, it's not that big of a deal, basically. It's, it's a waste of uh, time because he doesn't tell us the truth about stuff. He lies so much. But I'm going to hey. I'm gonna keep on that because it's just so true, and I just want people to know that. Uh, but, yeah, starting Tim, I, I, I would have not – I would not have started Tim. I would have started Josh Green. And, uh, you know, they went, obviously, the second game in a row uh, with Tim. And it worked out because he had a couple shots early and it felt, it felt like there were a few times that the offense was clunky tonight. Uh, you know, tough night for the Christian Wood hive. Uh, he He's just going to – I mean, Draymond took him completely out of this game. And then Kuminga oh. also took him out when Draymond wasn't there. Like, it, it's, he just really struggles against guys like that, a, a defensive player of the year type guy that can just really take a, a, a center out of the game. But any type of big wing that a team could throw at him, he just really struggles in that, it seems. Yeah, I mean, this was, was not going to be his six. game, basically. No, no, it was not his game. He was frustrated, and rightfully so. I mean, when I if I played like that, uh, you know, he missed. He was two of twelve from the field, missed all five threes, minus sixteen in the game. A guy that's physical like Draymond is just going to take him out like that, and just could never find a thing. So, I, going back to Tim, they really needed Tim Someone. to have a spark of offense tonight, and uh, you know, Tim gave him twenty two points. He had some big buckets. He had a big bucket late. Um, and you know, he's feeling a little bit more confident. Jason Kidd talked about how Tim, you know, coming out of a shooting slump, how do you get out of shooting slump? He's like, man, Tim has been in the off days, been in the gym. He's been dedicated and motivated and determined to get out of the shooting slump and trying anything and everything. And it feels like he's, he's getting to that point or at least tonight he was. Yeah. He, he finally felt like he was a little bit back. Um, 22 points hit five threes. Felt like his shot was finally right. Uh, he's been kind of open with us about how he's been coming back. I asked him about, you know, what's the hardest thing about coming back? And this was a couple weeks ago that I, that I asked him this, and he said, you know, I'm jumping too high on my on my jump shot, and so I'm just I'm just elevating too high. He jumps pretty high on his jumpers anyway, but he said it was yeah. getting too high. And then he said after this game, you know, I really had to focus on releasing at the top of my shot, right? Like you jump and release at the top. And not on the way back down. It felt like he was releasing on the way back down at times. And that was throwing off his rhythm. And so, I don't know if he, he didn't say that starting helps him with his rhythm or not. I think McMahon asked him that question. And I don't think that it, it did. But he was definitely, he. they needed him to step up. Because like you said, this wasn't going to be a Christian Wood game because of Draymond. Uh, then the Spencer Dinwiddie thing later in the fourth quarter, we'll, you know, we'll talk about. But 
Uh, Kemba wasn't going to be ready to play in this game. They brought up Jaden Hardy, but I don't think kids ready to play him. They needed scoring from yeah. from somebody, <laughs> and, it, and it had to be uh, Tim Hardaway. I think at, at this point for for this game to be successful for the Mavs. So great on him. Hopefully, this is a turning point for him. Do you have confidence in that? Uh, I mean, yeah. Let's see what it. <laughs> they go to Detroit soon. The the thing so... about Tim, I've been thinking about Tim Hardaway. Yeah, that's true. They are going to they are going to Detroit on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> he had a 40 point game I think last time he played there uh, but the thing with Tim and I've been I've been looking at this that when I saw Tim was starting I went back and I started looking at his box scores and stuff Tim's streaky like it's just the way he is as a player right he'll what? have no he'll, way he'll have a week of shooting like 60 percent from the floor and then a week of shooting like 30 percent from the floor the thing is to start this season his the, all the streaks have been just lowered right like <laughs> he has a good mm-hmm. streak of shooting like 40% and then a streak of shooting like 20 or 0%, right? It just he just needs to take it that next step forward and and uh, well, and, and get the, back into it. It just his the way he normally plays is just lower right now. And the tough thing with Tim is he doesn't do anything else outside of shooting. And, and it sounds really yeah, mean, but it's just like it's he's true. not very good at defense. He's not going to set up the offense. He's not like a creator playmaker. Bad in transition. He yeah, he's not going to uh re- rebound like he just doesn't do a ton else outside of shooting and shooting's a good trait, you know, he can win you, he'll thing. win you games, right? Yeah, so I mean, and tonight he had 22 and that was really crucial for the math. So um so yeah, I I thought them going with him, let's see if that that stays the same. Reggie obviously came off the bench tonight, played just 13 minutes, missed all three of his shots. I kind of just feel bad for him at this point cuz he's just going through it. He's going through it. He's got to just keep on fighting through it. Uh, it's weird because you think back to last year and like, man, Reggie sucked shooting the basketball <laughs> until Christmas Day in January. And uh, so it's like deja vu again. So but. this game was really interesting to me because what it what the Mavericks and the Warriors have been doing all season is the Mavericks are awesome at home and the Warriors are uh, terrible on the road and vice versa. Like it's, it's the same for, for both teams. The thing about the Mavs and Warriors, though, is the difference between them is the Warriors starters have been incredible. Like one of the like probably the best lineup in the NBA. The the Splash Brothers with Looney, Draymond, and Wiggins, right? That one that we saw in the Western Conference Finals last year. That that lineup has been amazing. Their bench has been awful. Like they just cannot get anything going with their bench. They had Kuminga and Moody and Wiseman all playing early in the season, and they were all playing and they were all terrible and then couldn't figure out any, couldn't figure out how to make that work and Steve Kerr's been making tons of adjustments and changes and Anthony Lamb's getting minutes and they you know I like that guy. I don't know much about him but I like him. Uh they had like Ty Jerome getting minutes like they they've just been messing with all kinds of lineups. And then for the Mavericks their starters have been bad. <laughs> There's like the starting lineups have been not good but their bench has been awesome. And it's just been it was a complete flip in this game where like the starters for the Warriors Clay Thompson's a minus 21. Wiggins a minus 23. Curry and Dr- and Looney are like minus 15, minus 12. Uh, and then the the bench for the Warriors were really good. Kuminga, DiVincenzo, plus 15, plus 21. Like it was this the, the reverse for that. The Mavericks starters dominated the Warriors starters. Yeah. And it was just a really weird flip of a game in this one. Uh, and Luka just carried them, man. <laughs> like Luka just carried them in so many different ways. And then, uh, yeah, coming up, let, let's get into the fourth quarter because I think this is where this is where the game was was really won and where Josh Green really stepped up. And so let's talk about Josh Green, Spencer Dinwiddie getting ejected, and explain why. If you looked at the box mm-hmm. score and you saw Josh Green's like box score, 13 points, two rebounds, 
one steal, one assist, you'd be like, okay, cool. Like, why is everyone talking about Josh Green? I'm, I'm going to tell you why everyone's talking about Josh Green coming up. But before we do that, let me tell you about ExpressVPN. A lot of you, probably, the internet keyboard warriors, have used ExpressVPN. Uh, we all know how ExpressVPN protects your privacy and your security online, gets you a secure internet connection. But the thing you may not know is you can also use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. A lot what? of our European audience probably knows this, but if you're in the US, you may not know that there are different Netflixes across the world. There are different Disney Pluses where they have like different kinds of content. You can access that with ExpressVPN. You can binge The Office on Netflix in the UK because it's, it's not on there now. You'd have to get Peacock. But if you don't want to get Peacock, you can just get the ExpressVPN. So if you want to access to hundreds of new shows, go to expressvpn.com slash locked on right now. That's all. Uh, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Three months. That's expressvpn.com slash locked on expressvpn.com slash locked on to learn more. All right, Isaac Harris, let's enter the fourth quarter. The Mavericks built up a lead. Let's let's go through. The Mavericks built up a lead in the first quarter with their starters. Incredible, 23-6. And then the second unit started to come on, and you know, uh, Bullock struggled, and and Christian Wood struggled, and they really couldn't figure out their, their footing on, on in the second unit. They gave up the lead. They eventually, the Warriors took it in the end of the second quarter. And then in the third quarter, they were just going back and forth. I don't think any defense was played in that third quarter. They were just trading buckets. It felt like back yeah. and forth and back and forth. Um, and then the refs kind of took over for a little bit. It felt like Curry was getting calls. The Luka wasn't getting calls. And it was just a weird thing back and forth. Then the fourth quarter. Start with no Luka on the floor. So the kid's been messing with that where he usually just plays Luka first quarter half of second quarter, third full four, third quarter, and then half of the fourth quarter. But recently he had been starting Luca to start the fourth quarter, decided not to do that in this one. A minute and eight seconds into the fourth quarter, Spencer Dinwiddie's driving against Jordan Poole, and then it, he just like bumps into him to try and create some contact, but his elbow comes up and clocks Jordan Poole right in the chin. And he goes down, he f- falls down, you know, he's, he's hurt, They're, he's got a towel over his face, and then the refs go and review it, and they're sitting there, and Draymond's holding up two fingers. Did you see him? He's sitting there holding up two fingers, like, straight over his head. You want this yeah, guy Draymond, on so bad. Draymond, tell me more about them reviewing a hit to the face of Jordan Poole. Please tell me more. He, no, what he really meant was this is the second time that Jordan Poole has been hit in the face yes, this season. And, twice. And gotten clocked and fell down. So he's holding up the two, and you can see Christian Wood and Spencer Dinwiddie on the other side, like, talking to Draymond across the floor. And he's holding up the two, and everybody's like sitting there. And then all of a sudden, I I'm, I have my my Sharks in, inspired binoculars out, and so I'm sitting there watching. I'm watching Spencer Dinwiddie, and all of a sudden, I just see him untuck his jersey and just start laughing maniacally. I was like, "Oh God!" They called it a flagrant. They called it a flagrant two. He gets ejected. He leaves. Every single Warriors fan within eye shot of where I was sitting stood up and waved goodbye to him. Every single, it was like, honestly, it was like 40. So they were all under 20. I was going to say, it was like 40 or 50 of them stood up and waved goodbye. So he gets ejected. Luca has played a ton of minutes at this point. Like, like it's only 10 minutes and 52 seconds left in the game. So kid is not going to put Luca back out there. The Mavericks have no other ball handlers. And this is where their, <laughs> I mean, okay. this is where their problem is exasper- exacerbated. What is that? The, is that the right one? I always use the wrong one. You're asking me. <laughs> And really? so they decided just put in uh, Bertons. 
they put in Bertons, and then Josh they, Green was like the ball handler. I'm sorry, I I gotta push back on Jason Kidd on this one. I was I was dang frustrated. Spencer gets <laughs> gets ejected, and you put on Davis with Josh Green and Christian Wood, and you know what Maxie they say, and they say people forget about Frank. Mm. Put Frank in for a few minutes. Put Jaden Hardy in for all I care. Hardy, let's go, Hardy. Put Kimball Walker in his hoodie out there. I know. Like <laughs> he had ha- such he was giving such first day of school today. Like I I get it that you're not confident in Frank or even Jaden Hardy that you just pulled pulled up from Frisco. But to ask Josh Green to be a point guard like against the I Warriors. Mean, Against the Warriors, but I'm like, oh my gosh, we can't. and then we couldn't even get the ball to floor. No, it was just chaos. And it was like, what what are we watching? We have a little, and it's not like just give us a few minutes to buy Lucas some time. Frank could bring the ball up the floor. People forget just about do Frank. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's I was I was so frustrated about. It. I'm like, wh- why are we all watching this right now? And I mean, it ended up being okay. But they, they Josh only, Green they, was asked about it after the game, and he had a, you know, he, he was laughing about it. He's like, dang, I can't remember the last time I played point guard. And I even thought it, something of a small that he said was, I can't remember the last time I've had like an on-ball, uh, paraphrasing screen, here, it was yeah. like an on-ball screen. It's like almost every, every screen I've had since I've been in the league has been off-ball. And to have an on-ball screen is like, it was so different for him. And it's like, this dude isn't even running all ball screens, but we're in asking practice. the point guard in, the, in, in practice. So I don't know if that's just an eye opening that one player can get ejected and that means you can't bring ball to floor. I don't know if that's just a eye opening experience that there's something I, wrong with the roster. <laughs> I sure hope so. Because this is what this is what we've been saying is like, hey, you don't have that third guy. He doesn't trust Frank. People forget about Frank. He apparently <laughs> doesn't trust Jaden Hardy. Hardy. <laughs> apparently I'm gonna throw that soundboard at you. <laughs> I'm going to launch it at your face. <laughs> it's a win. We gotta have fun with it. it. It just doesn't make any sense, like that they just the, the kid is just so entrenched in like, okay, I'm only gonna play these guys. And apparently Davis is now one of those guys where he can put back. So they only ran that lineup for like a minute, like a little over a minute. And then Luca yeah, came back in. Because it made our eyeballs bleed. <sighs> uh yeah, because well, the Warriors scored like seven straight, like seven, seven quick points against that lineup, too. Luca came back in. And the Mavs had a really great response. I thought that like that was a real big stretch that kind of like so, like the Mavericks were down 96 to 100 when Luka came back in. So they're down by four. And then I felt like the Mavericks really fought back. They scored five quick points. And it was just the defense. Luka got his triple-double then. It was the way that they responded. And sometimes it's not even about the stats. It's just about how the team looks. And it felt like they're really, all right, we're going we're gonna to really try. We're really going to come in here and try and, and win this game. And then uh, the rest of that stretch, just going into like the seven minute mark, it was it was the starters and then Christian Wood in for for Dwight Powell. Luca was just literally doing everything, like just everything. Like he had to bring the ball up. He wasn't getting good screens. There wasn't any actions run. It just felt like it was just Luca versus the the Warriors team, and he ended up scoring enough buckets. They went back and forth. Then they. Jason Kidd switched the lineup again. I think they, I think every player played in the fourth quarter because eventually, with about four and a half minutes left, he puts in Maxie and Green for Dwight and Christian Jave- Wood. Javel did not. Yeah, uh, every player that yeah, had played. Yeah, the you know closing lineup was Luca, Josh Green, Tim, Dorian, and Maxie. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I think there's some stuff with that that works. 
And to go back to Josh Green, man, like Aussie, what? A- Aussie, Aussie. <laughs> I I am I'm buying more stock into Josh Green. Ooh, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. I still don't I still I still don't know what he is because he's I'm buying stock in the entertaining factor of he's just fun. I'm like I just find myself saying, oh. No, oh, slow down. No, just don't jump up in the air. The 360 pass. Like what what happened? Like how what is going on? That was incredible. So he he's like kind of he he's in the corner. He gets the ball in the corner. There's a closeout on him real quick. And so a defender's coming right at you and so instead of like taking a three a contested three-point shot, you drive the ball. So he's driving and then he meets two defenders under the rim and spins it uh, spins away from one defender kind of into another defender and then chucks the ball i think he did overhead like baseball pass like or, or like soccer throw in pass like over it's called soccer by the way over the head over to davis bertans it. it's football and gets that it's Don't called soccer even. and no it's not i hate christian pulisic proved today that it, it that it's called soccer it's and called he chucks the ball over to davis and then after the game he was like <laughs> I was just praying and hoping that that ball made it over to Davis because I would have never played again if that pass didn't go. <laughs> that was so funny. And I said to you after, I'm like, no, you would not have played again if he didn't. <laughs> that driving layup late in the game, I want to say it was a, under a minute a, a to minute go. A minute 23 left. Josh Green drive and lay. Like, Luca didn't touch the ball that possession. Josh Green got it on the I, other end, carried <laughs> the ball up, and then drove and got like this like weird Josh Green layup where it's just like yeah. he takes contact, weird awkward layup but he puts it in and that put them out of 113 to 110 like that that play right there. They were up by one and this dude just drove the paint with some awkward like not even giving Luca the ball and score and it wasn't even the end of a shot clock and I'm like oh, <laughs> oh my gosh but it went in and I'm like all right. Josh Green is is He's already exceeded what I had hoped for him. I just hoped that he would be a solid contributor, that he would make a couple, like make a couple more threes, play some solid defense, still do the, still get the one Josh Green offensive rebound that he gets, still get, you know, a couple of steals here and there. But he stepped up, and the Mavericks have this vacuum of a guy that can handle the ball and do some stuff, and he's like an agent of chaos where he can just come in, he'll grab that rebound, he'll get extra possessions. A uh, thing that really stood out was. What was it in the was it in the fourth quarter or was it in the third quarter where Josh Green dove for a ball and he, he he's out of bounds but he's right in front of the Mavs bench he dives for a loose ball and he catches the ball but he goes out of bounds right in front of the Mavs bench and Tim yeah. Hardaway after the game said that really woke us up that was a play that really had us okay we're back in it's those hustle plays and you know what he's like the only player on the Mavericks that has those type of plays where he lays out or he can you know is quick enough to even get to those things and a lot of it's speed but he's one of the players that can do things like that he just has a nose for the ball we've talked recently about his like Aussie rules football that he played in the past where he that's where he said he learned his nose for the ball type thing where he can just get to it and uh yeah they need they need more of that like they need more of Josh Green and what he brings and he's yeah, making I mean, threes. He hit three threes in this game. Yeah, I mean, he he's playing so good. Uh, I mean, I'm down for him to start at some yeah. point. Start I, it him feels right like, now. It feels like they'll probably you know stick with Tim. Um, but, you know, I, I would be open to the Josh Green over over Reggie Bullock. Like, I'm more willing – I'm more open to having the conversation about Josh Green starting than Christian Wood. And I just – I like some of the lineup stuff uh, with Josh Green out there. But, you know, starting means a lot. So free throw attempts also for this game, um, or free throws in general, Mavs struggled a lot. And I thought that was going to be the death of them 
of I mean they missed 10 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 free throws in this game. Um sixty three percent. Yeah. Um it's just those just come back to bite you, man. Like you missed ten in a game. Um that was gonna be one of the reasons they lost if they did. For sure. We haven't even talked about the end of this game where there was there's travels called this whole game. Poole got called for two, Luca got called for an early one, and then Luca gets called for a travel on one end. The other end, Curry gets called for a travel. And that was that was the play that just kind of sealed it. Now he did travel. He established his pivot foot and then he kind of picks it up, shuffles a little bit. And Curry said after the game, he's like, I didn't think it was a travel, but you know, I did try to go for the hero ball instead of you know, instead of go for the layup and, and drive the lane there. Uh, but that was the play at the end, man. <laughs> just made this game even more wild than it was. When they called that, I was like looking around at the media people and the scouts around me, and I was like, I cannot believe they just called that, and everyone else was making the same face as me. Well, I mean, they, it was like the cherry on top because they caught a million travels in this game. Honestly, like, like seven. This, yeah, is this like Little League basketball? What am I watching? I feel like they're just like trying to prove <laughs> a point of hey, everyone is walking. Yeah. They even called traveling on Jordan Poole. I didn't know that was allowed. Twice. Jordan Poole has been traveling his whole career. Um, <laughs> Just from, but pool, yeah, they, from pool to pool to pool. Uh, and then the clay three that he missed, you know, I, I thought it was going in because it's like it's freaking clay Thompson. And uh, uh, kid brought up that that was just like that play in the, the Utah series where what was it? Um, yeah. Bogdanovich oh, yeah. got that, that wide open three off of almost the same play. He said, which looked, looked exactly like it, but as soon as it happened, it was funny because Bobby leaned over to me and said, ah, that looked like the Utah Boyan play. <laughs> I'm like, oh, dang. Kid talked about it after the game. But, yeah, they got some big they got some big moments. Josh Green hit a three with four minutes left. Luca the steal in the three with three minutes left. Tim Hardaway hit a three with a minute 50 left. Josh Green the drive that we mentioned earlier at a minute 20. Luca had the turnaround Dirk fade at a mi- with a minute left. And they just got some big buckets late, and they just – Need these guys to step up every once in a while, and they were able to in this game. It was it was a great win. I mean, it was you know they lost four games in a row to bounce back to win this game. We know the we know the road struggle for for Golden State this year, but still, this is a team that you you battled in the Western Conference Finals, and this was a a team that won the title, and they still have Steph and those guys like to break your streak against this team. Hopefully, it gives you some momentum going into Detroit. Uh, you know, you play a team, a younger team without Caden stuff. Hopefully you can, you know, win that game. And then you head to New York for a crazy early tip on Saturday that we get some uh World Cup soccer that morning, and then we get you, you know soccer. <laughs> oh yeah, I call it soccer, but I think the it's correct ca- term is it's football. Ca- no, it's called soccer. Um but and then we get, you know, Mavericks, Knicks, basketball around noon central time. Oh, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. There you go. Guys, let us know in the comment section below what's one reason the Mavericks won this game. And uh, thanks for making us your first listen. Make your second listen. Locked on sports today, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reaction, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on Odyssey, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked on Mavs. Peace out. Boom.